0: welcome to the pdf podcast my name is paige and i'm an online women's health and fitness coach this podcast is here to help you lose body fat nurture your mindset and improve your relationship with food exercise and your body if you're ready for coaching you can find more information in the show notes as you may know the tng method started yesterday um and within that um, all the members can ask questions every week which are going to be made into a podcast so that they can listen to like in-depth answers to their questions um, but on top of that um, I'm also going to be recording the episode so that other people can listen to them because um, I think the questions are good and I think the answers will be useful for a lot of people not just the people who are in TNG obviously the only way to ask questions is to be part of the TNG method um, which is you currently can't be sadly um but the next round of TNG will be launching in January so if you want to be a part of it then you can be part of it then you can ask all the questions that you want and you might even get your name shout out on the podcast which I know everyone loves um so these are the questions that um came up yesterday so day one of the TNG method these are some of the questions that came up within the group um and whilst I have answered them in the group I thought let's do a QA. in future this q a will actually be taken from the check-in forms that they do um so they'll have the opportunity to ask me questions as part of their check-ins specifically for the podcast so any more in-depth questions that you know probably need a detailed explanation rather than like a message or anything like that um then that is what will be answered in these podcasts but for now i'm just going to take some that were in the group and i'm just going to share them with you in case you've been wondering the same sort of things um so One of the first questions that came up was how to improve your energy. Um, Lots of the girls have been struggling as the weather's getting darker. You know, they're leaving for work in darkness, they're coming home from work in darkness. How to improve their energy levels? So, there's a couple of things that you can do. The first is make sure that you um, have not access to, but like make sure that you're exposing yourself to sunlight basically as early as you can now obviously that's british weather weather permitting at the moment it gets light at around 7am i think so if you can when you wake up on your way to work if you can like make an effort to put your face to the sun it can really really help to just trigger your body to realize that it is actually the daytime and it needs to wake up a little bit um and you can help kind of set off and um Improve your circadian rhythms um, and align your circadian rhythms better by doing that um, if you don't you know if you drive to work in the dark and by the time you get to work um, it's still dark and then you're you know in work all day while it's while it's light out and you literally feel like you don't see the sunlight, it can also be beneficial to sit next to a window. Um, some studies have suggested that sitting next to a window is more beneficial than sitting away from a window. Even if you like, even if both people were inside, the people closer to the window have the benefits of natural sunlight. Um, so that's one thing that you can do. And then the other end, so when you're going to bed, making sure that you um aren't looking at screens right before you go to bed so having at least an hour away from screens away from your phone before you go to sleep just so that your body knows like okay it's dark it's time to go to bed other things that can help with um you know aligning your circadian rhythms are things like regular eating um patterns um eating within you know an hour or two of waking up in the morning just so that your body knows okay we're awake we're eating first meal's in it's the morning and it can kind of like Um, get used to timing and stuff like that through that. Um, Other things that can help in terms of feeling energised are um, walking and movement in the morning so again that will help with getting sunlight if you can get out for a walk first thing in the morning doesn't need to be a really long walk but just anything that helps get your body moving um can help with energy regular food intake throughout the day as well so like not going huge lengths of time without food making sure that you're being well fueled and and it's not just about like calories in calories out in terms of feeling energised like making sure that you don't go into a within day deficit so you can have like a weekly deficit where every single day of the week you're in a deficit or across the week you're in a deficit and you can have a within day deficit which is where over the course of the day you are eating at maintenance but there are points in the day where you've gone so long without food that your body is then in a calorie deficit avoiding that can be a really important thing um, to help with energy levels Um, so all of those things can be really can be really beneficial to help boost energy and maintain energy throughout the day. Um, another question was, um, do I take pre-workout and should they take pre-workout? So I do not take pre-workout. Um, I'm just, I'm not a pre-workout gal. Um, I used to be a pre-workout gal. Oh my God, I was a uh, having copious amounts of caffeine, but I realized it just wasn't good for my sleep, wasn't good for anxiety, wasn't good for any of that, so. I tend to stay away from excessive amounts of caffeine most of the time I usually have one coffee a day and I have it in the morning um and then I don't really touch caffeine I'll have like small bits of caffeine like I'll have a cup of tea in the evening or I might have like some diet coke or something (laughs) I say diet coke I mean pepsi max because diet coke is minging. um but other than that I don't really have caffeine whereas I used to have like a monster no I'd have a pre-workout before my training session and then during my training session I'd have a monster so I'd have about what is that almost 400 milligrams of caffeine within the space of about an hour and a half which is excessive to say the least Um, but the reason why I don't really recommend pre-workout is because one it's very very expensive and the main ingredient that is going to benefit you is caffeine anyway so there's cheaper ways to get the same amount of caffeine um the cheapest one is probably like caffeine tablets or you know you can bulk buy energy drinks and that's a cheaper way to do it um there are some other ingredients in it like beta alanine and you know you would like to think that all of the ingredients that were in there were in there for a reason but it's not gonna make a big enough difference to your training session that I think it's ever really worth the money that goes into it. But that is my opinion Um, and everyone is different. Some people really like them, some people don't. I think the problem is that people take them like an hour before their training session And then they're like hyped for their training session, which is great, love that. But then also they have so much caffeine in their system after. And even if you're training in the morning, so it's not affecting your sleep, I just feel like you don't need to be in that like physiologically aroused state for the rest of the day. Like training is already stressful on the body. So you're already increasing the levels of cortisol in your body. And then also like you've got caffeine surging through your system. So you feel like on edge and a little bit jittery. And I feel like, like there's enough going on in our lives, in the world in general, that makes us feel anxious and worried we don't need to add chemicals on top to to add to that again my opinion if it, if caffeine doesn't make you anxious if you don't feel jittery if you're not having it late in the day then like all power to you but that's my personal opinion and that is what i would suggest other people do um one of the other questions was um was like how to go up in weight when what i'm doing now feels too easy but the next weight up makes me feel like my arms are gonna fall off i think that was the wording of it um and i think i might have spoken about this before but and actually i might read this one because i feel like if i try and like just say it i'm not gonna say it very well um and um it might get a bit confusing so my answer was this is where i like to use a rep range so say the rep target is eight I allow a leeway of plus or minus two reps, so anywhere between six to 10 reps. So say you lift eight kilograms for eight reps, then you go to nine kilograms and it is too heavy. Instead of doing that, you could go back to eight kilograms, but instead of lifting it for eight reps, you lift it for nine reps and then you lift it for 10 reps. And once you can do all three sets of eight kilograms at 10 reps, it's likely that you would be able to do nine for at least six reps. Then work from six reps back up towards 10 reps and repeat. Some some exercises can be progressed easier, leg muscles, for example, as they are larger and stronger, so progression can be quicker, but upper is a bitch in brackets, my lateral raise moved from four kilograms to five kilograms for the first time in three years last month. <laughs> Use this protocol when you were struggling, but still want progression. So basically, even if you have a specific rep target of like eight, allow yourself a little bit of leeway so that you can stick at the same weight and get a couple more reps or that you can go up in weight and get a couple less reps. And over time, you can build it into the rep range that you were originally looking for. So that's something that I'd recommend. And as I said in that message, like, um, going up in terms of leg exercises can be kind of easy. You know, you can add two and a half kilos to a barbell squat, and and it can feel fine. But if you try and add two and a half kilos to a lateral raise, you're going to be absolutely ruined. You know, like you're just not going to be able to do it. So, just because something is a specific number, like there's a specific number of reps that you need to hit, like. Give yourself a little bit of leeway because otherwise progression is incredibly hard if you're just doing the same thing over and over again and expecting to progress like it's probably not going to happen. So give yourself a little bit of leeway to allow for yourself either to get more reps or to get less reps and at a higher weight. Um, so yeah, what other questions did we have? So the next one was about struggling with training before work because that means getting up at like 5am but then if you're only training three days a week then... The other days a week, you don't need to get up at 5 a.m., but that makes getting up at 5 a.m. even harder. So basically, how do you overcome the feeling of tiredness by, you know, changing your routine for three days of the week and then going back to the usual routine for four days? And what I would say is no matter what time you're getting up in the weekday, and I say the weekday because most people work, say, like five days a week, um, and they work in the weekday. So whatever, whatever is your most common time of waking up whether that's for work or not whatever that most common time is you want to wake up within i don't know within an hour of that time right probably half an hour either way so if you usually wake up at five on a weekday and then at the weekend you're waking up at nine you're giving yourself effectively like four hours of jet lag right but you're not doing that just when you go on holiday. You're doing that every single week. And then wondering why when it comes back around to Monday, why waking up at 5am makes you feel incredibly tired. Now, this is why I don't recommend having days where you get up excessively early. Like, there's no point getting up on a, on a Monday at like 3am to try and fit everything in when the rest of the week you're getting up at, you know, 7 or 8. Because it, it just... It's just not, like, it's not going to be good for you. It's not going to be good for your sleep. It, it's not it's not going to help you build a routine or a schedule and you're just going to feel a little bit like trash most of the time. But if you want to get up and train before work, and that means you have to get up at five, I would recommend getting up no later than, like, absolutely latest six on any of the other days, including the weekend. And that will help you... Um, it will help you keep that habit and keep that routine so much easier and your training sessions that are happening at you know, 5.30 a.m. will be so much better because you're not having to like fight against your body clock every single week in order to get that session in. Now, I know you're probably thinking like, I don't wanna get up on the weekend at 6 a.m. Like, I wanna have a lion. But the thing with a lion is like, the only reason you probably want it is because you went to bed really late. And if you still went to bed at the same sorts of times, You wouldn't feel like you needed that lion in the same way. And actually, it can feel nice to get the most out of your weekend. Like, I get that some people, you know, getting the most out of their weekend means having a lion and getting more sleep. But getting more sleep doesn't mean that you have to wake up later. It can mean that you go to bed earlier. And that can be quite a nice thing to do. And then also, it's quite a nurturing thing to do for yourself because it means that when it comes to Monday, you don't have to, you know, jet lag yourself by four hours. You can just get back straight to your regular routine because that's what you've been maintaining the entire time anyway so I know that it's it doesn't feel like something that you want to do and I do fully get that but if you want to not you know make it to every Monday morning feeling like you could literally you want to like claw your eyes out of your head because they feel so like sore and you're so sleepy and your face is all puffy then you've got to maintain that that habit and that routine regardless of the day um and it will make make a massive, massive, massive difference. So that is probably what I'd recommend on that front. And the final question is about feeling more comfortable in the gym, especially when it's a male-dominated space, and particularly feeling more comfortable in the weight section. So this is such a common worry that a lot of women have, that, you know, men being in the resistance, resistance section is intimidating. And it fully is. Like, it really, really, really is. And I've spent a lot of time in gyms. The gym that I used to work in was a very, very, very male-dominated space. Um, And I would often feel quite uncomfortable there as well, even though I worked there. Um, So a couple of things I would say is like, if you can try and train at a time which is a little bit emptier, so like peak times are always gonna be crazy. Um, And even if, you know, there was a balance of men and women, like it'd still be quite a scary place to train just because the sheer amount of people who are in such a small space. Um, so I'd recommend not training at peak time if you can. If that's something that you can't avoid, then if you have a coach, I would recommend asking them if if they can create a pr- plan for you that uses minimal equipment or that you can, you know, like a dumbbell only situation or that uses um, a particular part of the gym which tends to be a little bit emptier or something like that just so that you don't really have to worry about that intimidation to start with. But I think something else that, that is important that I want to let you know is that when I first started I thought that I was the only person in that gym who felt anxious about being there and having spoke now to so many people who go to the gym men and women the amount of men who also feel gym anxiety is probably significantly higher than you would think it is um and also the men who look the scariest, like the big proper meathead looking guys tend to be the nicest ones and are very happy to help you if you need any any help. Or, um, you know, the amount of times where like, I haven't been able to adjust a piece of equipment because like I can't get the little like pin thing out or whatever of like the leg extension to move the seat back or whatever it might be. Like most of the time they'll help you and they're absolutely fine. Like I'm not gonna lie, some of the men in there in every gym aren't going to be nice just like there's people in the world all the time who aren't very nice but for the most part it's not the big scary ones that you're thinking oh my god you look terrifying it's usually not them who aren't very nice they're usually very friendly and very pleasant and if you speak to them are actually really nice um but I know I also know you probably don't want to go into the gym and just start speaking to everyone that's in there cuz it's going to take you hours to get your workout done. Um but just remember that like you aren't the only person who is feeling intimidated in that gym. And also I think that men have a bit of like expectation that like because it's a male dominated space and because it's a space that traditionally men are in that all men need to be good at it all men need to be strong all men need to know what they're doing all men need to not feel anxious and intimidated in that space but actually a lot of them do and a lot of them struggle with that pressure to be the strongest in the gym the biggest in the gym whatever whatever um so everyone's kind of dealing with their own stuff and because of that everyone is so caught up in what they're thinking about the way that they're looking the way that they're training what other people are thinking about them that that no one else is actually thinking about anyone else because everyone is so caught up in in the stories that they're, they're telling themselves in their own heads. Um, and that can be quite liberating when you realise that like everyone is so worried about themselves, they're not worried about anyone else. Um, if you can train at a different time, as I said, um, and try and you know if you feel more comfortable taking up less space then absolutely do that until you feel more comfortable to push yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit and like remember that it doesn't have to be an overnight process like you don't have to go from one day just using a set of dumbbells in the corner of the gym to the next day using every piece of equipment training to failure you know like sniffing smelling salts and then like fist bumping the biggest juiced up guy in the gym like it doesn't have to go from one to the other you can very slowly make little changes to your program to um to get you feeling more confident and you know slowly in- introduce the leg curl or slowly introduce the leg press or slowly introduce cables or whatever it might be and take it one machine at a time so that you feel comfortable for most of your workout and then there's just a little bit that's like oh this makes you feel a bit anxious but in, in a couple of minutes time it will be over or whatever um, so yeah i hope that makes sense that's all the questions that i'm going to go through that were that came up in tng yesterday um, as i said you cannot join anymore because sign-ups have closed and we are full which is very exciting I'm very grateful for that so thank you for to everyone who has who's taken part and who is involved in TNG if you are interested in joining then um, the next sign-up will be open in January so you can sign up ready for January I believe we'll be starting the 8th of Jan which is exciting so if you would like to um register your interest or anything like that you can dm me on instagram at page fit if you enjoy this podcast then i actually also have another podcast now called the power couple coach um which i run with sam and it's yeah the power couple coach on instagram the power couple coach on wherever you listen to your podcasts um and we just chat about um supporting your partner in the gym supporting your partner to achieve their goals all of those sorts of things so if you're interested in hearing more from us then you can head over there um but yeah i think that is everything from me i hope you all have lovely days and i'll speak to you soon